0: Hi, everybody. I'm Jill. And this is Mel. And this is Mel and Jill Geek Out. Hi, Mel. Hey, Jill. How are you this evening? I'm feeling good tonight. I feel like you are feeling good tonight. (laughs) I might have
1: gone to a beer event before us recording this event where we got served what was on paper supposed to be four half pours and ended up being like four full pours.
0: Okay. All right. Did you have a good time? Oh, it was a really good time. It was a really good time good is
1: good beer who doesn't love supporting local businesses with craft beer you know that is one of your like pastimes it is john and i do love a good craft beer moment we
0: are craft beer people i feel like you would love the local brewery i cannot say that correctly where i live so fun i'm
1: so down we go to breweries like on a pretty regular basis we
0: live close to like three or four. If I'm being honest with you, I feel like this is partly why you picked the city that you live in when you moved
1: there. Oh, 100%. You know what our criteria was when we were deciding where to move? Well, after like it had to have a good airport, an international airport. Okay. Good beer. And it could not measure snow and feet. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. Those are all good. I feel like those are some some good primary
0: criteria. I don't think I would have fit that criteria. You can drive to an international airport. There are like an hour on either direction. No. (laughs) She's shaking her head no. (laughs) I live... 15 minutes
1: from the airport.
0: Ugh, gosh. Well, I actually live five minutes from my airport. It is just not an international airport. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Live five minutes from the city's main airport. Uh, there's lots of craft beer. And
0: I don't remember the last time it snowed here. <laughs> I remember the last time I was in the state when it snowed. That was almost 36 years ago.
1: You know it's funny. Or so, if we hadn't moved here, like so, we were supposed to do like a tour of like the top, like two to three cities that we were looking at. But then we fell in love with where we moved and didn't look at anywhere else. You know where city number two on the list was? Where Sarasota, Florida. Shut up! I feel like you would have liked Sarasota. Oh, I feel like we would have for sure, but. It has the problem of being the one we didn't get to get to because COVID happened. That's fair.
0: I will say you probably picked the better city purely because of, like, hurricanes and, like, homeowners insurance being a huge fucking problem in this state. So I'll, uh, I'll give you that. I live in a spring break destination. And Mm -hmm. next week is about to explode. I'm not looking forward to it. Last year, Mel, like I live in a regional airport. Okay. Like, which is 15 minutes from my house. It's a regional airport. And last spring break and summer when they added Spirit Airlines and, you know, those cheap, cheap ones. When they added them to the list there the line out the door like it went out through the security line through check-in out the front door and all the way down the strip no yeah and i'm like we did this airport isn't built for this no it's bananas so I'm, i'm not looking forward to it i fucking hate spring break I mean,
1: you know, what's funny is I got fed an ad on Instagram for the town that you live near.
0: I believe it.
1: I'm like, why am I getting fed this ad? It was like a random like places to eat in this city. Was it on Instagram? Yeah. Oh, well, that's because we share the Instagram account.
0: No, it was on my personal Instagram account. Well, yeah, but the like it. It you still have access to it so like shit you see on that feed is going to pop up on your feed as well
1: girl you think i scroll on
0: the pods insta no i don't scroll ever no i'm not i'm not saying that but because but because you're connected to the account which is also connected to mine that's why maybe
1: yeah we um we're just permanently connected to each other <laughs> <laughs> yes. I told you this this morning on the car ride. I was like, I'm pretty sure. Like, I love my husband. I love my husband so much. I'm pretty sure you're my soulmate. Aw,
0: you're my soulmate too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I know we're starting a little late tonight on this because i you know had the audacity of having personal plans but do we want to watch episode five of vanderpump rules are we emotionally prepared for this or do we have anything
0: else we need to chat about before we get in there super quick before we get into this and we don't have to talk long about it because we're gonna have a whole several episodes Mm -hmm. but but the f1 season starts this week
1: it it's race week. It's race week. Do you want to share the name of the F1 Fantasy League we are in? No, I don't. I don't want people to know. I'm going to look it up. No. Just let's just say it is an excellent name. Thank you. Thank you. It is an excellent name. Your team name is excellent. There are some excellent choices in our team, in our league. There's some people who need to get off their asses and come up with good names. Right google exists like you don't have to try
0: it doesn't have to be original i've sent a few of these people some tiktoks with f1 fantasy league name suggestions because you like the one i came up with yes do you want to (laughs) checko i liked that one it was cute it was very cute um it's hilarious well because you you've said your name i'll say my name my team name Mm -hmm. But I don't want to give the leak name because I don't want people searching it. But mine is, I saw the signs. So, mm-hmm. which... And then what is your username? <laughs> it does. it's not as funny because you can't see the picture. But, but what is your new username? But daddy, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me why it's my username. Why is it your username, Jill? Because carlos signs looks like prince eric from disney's ariel the original he, he does he doesn't have the blue eyes but he definitely the face god it's just the face it's real
1: life eric it's the face and the hair yeah honestly it's the hair oh god he's like perfected bedhead if carlos signs does anything other when it other than what he's actively doing with his hair, I'm pretty sure there
0: will be a quite literal riot. Oh my God. I love that man. I guess, uh, supposedly, on on Netflix with Drive to Survive, they according to your algorithm, they'll change the cover art for who they think you would like best. I'm curious what yours is you can tell me when we record an episode if you know
1: um so i did look at this because okay. i also saw that tiktok All right my season six has been just like the cars which i'm like disappointed in but my season five was always yuki
0: that see that's you, so funny because no, nope <laughs> pretty sure it was toto last season um but it is currently carlos signs Oh, so So, you're living the life. Yes. And I share a profile with my husband who is a Ferrari fan. So I feel like this just fits.
1: I feel like there must just not be one for Gunther because I talk about my love of Gunther so much. I'm going to buy the shirt from Etsy of him in the stupid little boat. Please do. Please do. I want it so bad, but I have to be responsible and not spend money.
0: Yeah, that's the no fun part. I I would like to officially petition Netflix, though. You know, the little icons that they make. Mm -hmm. I would really like F1 icons. Yeah. Netflix
1: create built in F1 user icons, because I have never set a single user icon on Netflix ever. What? It's
0: just the letter. What? Oh, (laughs) yep. Okay, you're missing out. It's so fun. We go in and change each other's as well just to, to fuck with each other. Um, gosh, I can't believe you don't do that. What?
1: No, John has his own profile only because he's, quote, doesn't want to fill the previously watched with all of his anime.
0: Fair. Sometimes I, like, wish that I had my own, but honestly, Mark and I watch the same shit, so... Uh, but... My youngest, she has the bear bears as hers. Um, There's a Grover one as well. There's. Gosh, what else do we have? I mean, Mm. your
1: youngest used to be a big fan of Grover.
0: Yes, that was hers for a long time. And then she started changing it. Um, I can't remember whatever what the other ones are. But yeah, we go in and change them all the time
1: yeah i said it once and then never touched it girl you're great i've literally never said i said it once on disney plus and have never and that's only because it required me to what
0: is it on disney plus
1: the mandalorian okay
0: what about hbo
1: no just the letters oh my
0: god you're no fun (laughs) i have all of mine set I don't even know who I would pick on HBO. They have Harry Potter. I picked Hermione. No. I think I just changed it to somebody else now, actually. I mean, I don't know who I would pick. Maybe, it's like, I don't know. I'm Boo on Disney. I mean, that's fair. I like my Mandalorian choice, though. I think Mark's the Mandalorian. They have Umbrella Academy, and I'm pretty sure they also have, like, Jurassic Park ones on Netflix. There's all sorts of shit on that. You should look at it. I don't know. That seems like it requires effort. Well, how about we put some effort into the episode? You ready to watch it?
1: Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Should we get into the first part of this episode? Yes. Okay. We'll be right back.
0: Okay. Okay. So we're starting the episode.
1: Yes, we have. There have been things that have happened in the episode. <laughs> God, you
0: are spicy. <laughs> oh, I can I'm just
1: very literal
0: today. Oh, you okay? are. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. So we get like a few little <laughs> sneaky peeks of seeing kind of where everybody's at. But I'm going to skip right over that and kind of go into the combos. So we the first little conversation we see is. Katie and Ariana driving. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I do like the fact that she was like, does it smell like weed in here? (laughs) (laughs) It is California. It is California. That's what you you gotta do, man. Yeah. Um, but they talked about the something about her restaurant. Um, yes, and their permit issues, which I think has been a massive topic on social media mm-hmm everyone is like why haven't they opened it looks done i mean people were walking by on tiktok and like taking videos and pictures and posting it all and kind of like giving live updates as it all went on
1: yeah I, it sounds like they have some issues with some patio that they added with ADA com- compliance and- right <gasps> oh excuse me um
0: all kinds of nonsense. Yeah, which I think we've heard before that, like, WeHo is apparently very notorious with permit issues. But I also chuckled at Ariana's comment about who she had to blow in city. Hall. She's like, they're all gay. <laughs> they're all gay. Um,
1: it's not true, Ariana, but I appreciate the enthusiasm.
0: So then we see James and Graham... And Allie and Mr. Banks Like, I know he picked him up and had him in the car And stuff, but we're just gonna go to the interaction Um, and Allie Kind of mentions That she was hesitant about the dog If she was not really ready for one And then James Walks in with Graham
1: Yeah, it's Kind of like one of those, like Difficult situations because you're not going to tell him no when it's this dog and he was in a foster care situation. He doesn't really have like anywhere else to go. But Graham has never been around cats before. The cats have never been around a dog before. It is there is as an owner of a dog and cats, there is some finagling you have to do to get them all to be friends with each other and I, no offense, don't think Allie and James know what those things
0: are. Agreed. I, I don't think they do either. Um, I think Allie probably has a good lord. You were just a mess over there. I've dropped my pen twice and then a few seconds ago there was like a big clang where I think one of the dog bowls got dropped on the floor. So, sorry everybody. Um. I think Allie understands the gravity of that way more Mm -hmm. than James does. I don't. Yeah. James clearly isn't the best dog owner. It's obvious he loves Graham, Mm -hmm. but he has a lot to learn. He doesn't play appropriately. He kind of excuses the nipping and stuff like that. That's You can't really do that, Mm. especially if you have cats or children like ain't gonna work no i
1: yeah but it's very clear that james loves that dog oh
0: a thousand percent i think he's willing to do what he needs to do to make it work a hundred percent but not the best like idea walking in with no it's not the best
1: introduction to mr banks and Poor Allie. She's like, I thought I was done with this Rachel chick, but no, here's their motherfucking dog.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's a trooper, like, honestly. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, I will say this. It is also James's dog. So yeah. it's not just Rachel's.
1: No, but it's like she never gets to sever ties with true. Rachel. She's, Very true. like, She was in the friend group and now they have the Dog in their possession. Like she never gets to be completely free of this former
0: relationship
1: James had. Right, exactly. This is fair. This is fair.
0: Which kind of on the topic of Rachel Raquel brings us to the Toms who are going shopping for Schwartz in his what did he call it? Um, Adam Sandler era. I find, no. it, I find that funny because I've always thought he kind of dressed like a crazy person, which is what Adam Sandler does. <laughs> I mean, there was the whole Moo Moo era for real, for real. But um, they start chit-chatting about how Rachel is changing her name to or er, going by Rachel instead of Raquel. Now, um, Tom says he was aware of that. Mm, he, I don't believe it He also says That he was Aware that she was out of rehab I and also don't believe that You said that but I actually kind of think That it may be the case Only because I know she was Periodically checking her phone and While she was in treatment She wasn't doing that And she did say on her podcast That she encouraged Tom to go do his stuff and she did not reach out to him when she got out of this treatment center and then his birthday passed. So she said that she up until kind of that point Tom was really under the impression that she was going to be returning, that they were still a couple. What have you? So I think that that jives with the story. Because when he kind of flashed his phone, now, granted, I I didn't screen grab it, so I couldn't see, like, who it was. It was all blue bubbles, which means it was all him.
1: Yeah, it was like green bubbles and then blue bubbles. Yes.
0: So I tend to believe him there a little bit because she did kind of confirm that she ghosted him, really.
1: I just think that's such a chicken shit to do. Thing to do, like, regardless if you are in like a normal relationship or having an affair and then planning to have a relationship once the affair comes to light, like ghosting is such a chicken shit way to get out of a relationship.
0: I agree with you to an extent, I think that that is a super chicken shit thing to do when you are in a healthy relationship, but there was. I I really think that the dynamic there was so off. And Tom Sandoval was such a manipulative piece of shit. If that was my friend who was her, I would have said, like, cut contact from this motherfucker. Period. Mm. End of story.
1: Fair. Tom Sandoval, even if you said the words directly to his face, would probably not believe them. Oh, true. But... Um, but at the same time, like I feel like, in order to come out as like, at this is the worst terminology, but it's what I'm going to use to quote win the breakup. You have to say the fucking words. I guess because you automatically cast the person who's getting ghosted as the victim.
0: Maybe, but I don't see it that way. I really don't. I th- I I I would. Be willing to bet her therapists and the people at the center were also encouraging her to just cut contact with him. Because mm-hmm. it really, for her, I don't think initially it was about winning the breakup. Mm-hmm. It was about, I tend to believe her, if you spend two months in a mental health facility, like, that's not a joke. I tend to believe that she was having and I would I would have been too. I would have tailed my ass there as well. You know, I mean, I'm going to be
1: honest. I wouldn't have done what Rachel did.
0: I think I probably would have. I, I would have handled it differently, but I I won't lie. I don't know if I would have been able to handle the onslaught of shit that she was getting
1: I wouldn't have slept with Thomas oh, Sandoval well,
0: okay. in the first place. Duh. We're, uh, of course. But we're not. That wasn't the question. <laughs> that wasn't the question. We know you wouldn't. I'm just saying. Not in a million years. I, uh, yeah. A thousand percent. But I'm just saying, I think... I think she actually did a very healthy choice right there. Maybe it isn't quote winning the breakup. I think it was the right move. Now, having said all that, I think her going out on the podcast and kind of giving her version of the story, while I think it's late, it does give a very enlightening perspective on how manipulative tom sandoval really is
1: i don't think that anyone is under any kind of illusion of grandeur that he isn't manipulative no we all
0: saw that at the reunion episode agreed but i think the fact that it's now it was all speculation though it was all like oh it, it was just opinion in my from what i could see and her coming out and kind of confirming everything really does give credence to the fact that, oh, no, everyone was pretty much spot on. And then on top of that, even learning more information, it it really does just expose the absolute fuck out of that man, in my opinion. He is a
1: turd.
0: Oh, yeah. He's a garbage human being. And I also think... We talked, what was it, last week about his god-awful article. Um, I don't know how true it is. I did see that, like, there's rumors his podcast has been canceled. I did not have the time to check that out between when I saw it and when we're recording. But that would not surprise me. I feel
1: like it was just, like,
0: such a stupid nail in the coffin for him.
1: He had a
0: podcast? Oh, Yeah. You didn't know this? No. Oh, yeah. I did. I'm like, I don't even care. I know we have a podcast that covers Vanderpump rules, and I probably should care. I no, I can. I won't give that man the download. I'll listen to Rachel. I'm not giving Tom the download.
1: Yeah, I won't listen to either of them because I think both of them are just disgusting human beings.
0: Pretty much. Pretty much. You want to get back to the disgusting human beings? Yes. Let's let's okay. listen to the horrible people again. All right. And we're bathing suit shopping.
1: Oh, my God. <sighs> that was awkward <sighs> as fuck. So I felt like so bad for the salesperson. Like, obviously, <laughs> this is probably like a marginally staged conversation. Um, yeah. But Sheena's complete disinterest in engaging with it with Brock was like.
0: It was like they forgot to have the combo where, like, VPR producers were like, Okay, you're gonna go bathing suit shopping and you're gonna talk about the nanny situation. And they're Mm. like, Okay, but they forgot to talk to each other and decide that they're not gonna go into any depth because that's Mm. clearly where Sheena is where it's like we're only talking surface level here we're not getting in a real conversation and brock's like oh no 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 we are absolutely having a real fucking conversation right now because he wouldn't let it go no
1: i kind of see brock's point if i'm really honest of like if they want to get to a place with a nanny they need to hire somebody now so in a year they can feel more comfortable with that person but at the same time i kind of see sheena's point of view of like only really wanting to leave her with family but most of this is just coming from the fact that i know way too much about a very particular topic and the statistics
0: scare me well yeah you you do um i will say this I agree. I see both sides of the coin, but I'm more on Brock's Mm -hmm. side on this. I think he could have handled it way better. I think initially it was a decent conversation, but then when Brock Mm -hmm. started to lose his temper because Sheena wouldn't get engaged, that's where he kind of lost the plot. Um, Yeah. I understand Sheena's fear, and I get where you're coming from, but there are also statistics about how It's usually somebody the kid knows or family Mm -hmm. members. So, Mm -hmm. there's that. But, regardless, I feel for them. It's a tough situation to be in. And add in the fact that Sheena has been recently diagnosed with OCD doesn't Mm -hmm. help. It's probably a lot harder for her to let go, which is why she's so stuck on only mom. So, Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, it was just awkward. I'm like, maybe this isn't a conversation you have while bathing suit shopping. No,
0: definitely not. And I think that that's why she kind of like kicked him out almost Mm -hmm. is what it seemed like, where she was like, all right, hold on. We're going to go have a private conversation, which was only semi-private because she's mic'd up Mm -hmm. and she's like, you're not doing this. Mm
1: -hmm. So. Yeah. This is a, the cameras have gone home for the day conversation.
0: Yes. Yes. It's a, like, we can talk about this later. Yeah.
1: And uh, can I just say, like, the little part where she, like, grabbed what was clearly nothing more than just skin. And she's like, well, I still have this. And he's like, you had a baby inside you. Like. Yeah. I appreciate Brock a, a lot for that statement because that felt very organic.
0: It Even did. if it wasn't, no, I think it was, and I just appreciate him because it wouldn't surprise me if Sheena, who is a beautiful woman, by the way, mm-hmm. didn't have some kind of looks issue because it's probably got to be really hard to be in the public eye where people are just ripping you apart for everything, yeah. So I feel bad for her because that's probably where her mind went, but I am so with Brock. Like, girl, be a little bit nicer to yourself because you look amazing. So, you,
1: yeah, and not that long ago, you had a whole tiny human inside of you. Exactly.
0: So, moving on from the awkward convo, we. To a different awkward convo. <laughs> yeah. Well, we briefly see Katie and Schwartz, like, do the dog parenting co spop thing. But I don't feel like they had, like, an actual conversation. Nothing happened. No. So um, we're moving on to the Tom and Anne conversation, which was very interesting about how, like, the blood would (laughs) be hidden in the bright red pants. (sighs) I'm going to sound
1: like a broken record poor and to have to assuage that man's ego. You were never I don't care if he paid you a million dollars a day. You were never paid enough. No. Agreed. She definitely is a saint. So, um... I mean, how much of a saint is she? She quit.
0: I think she works for Ariana now. So... I don't blame her. But... So, then we see James and Allie are packing. Um, it was too late to get Graham onto the flight. So, Lisa and Ken are taking him on the private jet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then Allie also mentions that she's nervous to see Sandoval. I don't know why. I feel like he should be nervous to see everybody else.
1: I think... Allie is more just nervous from like the random tension that's going to exist with putting all of these people back into one room together, more so than like specifically for
0: Tom Sandoval. This is fair. That's probably, I would guess, more accurate. Mm-hmm. So then we see a like, a nice little airport montage of everybody going to the airport, meeting up in Tahoe, and you see Tom like sit down next to Brock vomit <laughs> vomit <laughs> i
1: said this while we were watching it and i will say it again he looks like a dark-haired version of max headroom and i want to hit him in the head with a twisted tea can and for those of us who don't know who that is i'll send you a picture and we'll post it on the gram okay
0: <laughs> Um. So. Then we see LVP in a very interesting photo shoot. Yes. With some wolves, a.k.a. Huskies. Huskies. <laughs> <laughs> I Well, she said it was named after him. Like, so do you think that the husky's name is Wolf?
1: I think she is a dumb Brit and doesn't realize that Huskies are not, in fact, wolves.
0: Maybe. It's still funny as fuck. I wonder what the restaurant's like. Um, Because it's very opposite her style
1: Mm -hmm. from what she
0: described. Like, she's usually incredibly feminine. So, I'm curious to see what this looks like. Well, in
1: theory we might see later in this episode.
0: We'll see. So, um, then we get to hear about Or Tom Sandoval calls Lisa while she's at this photo shoot, I guess. And uh, we hear about how Sheena invited Sandoval over. It's like, hey, we're over here. And he fucking starts crying. But also, I loved Schwartz's comment about, like, it's nice to be, like acknowledged by people who think you're disgusting or something to that effect and I was just like Jesus that probably didn't help if you're trying to make somebody not feel shitty about themselves like um Tom deserves to feel shitty about himself but can you imagine like it was just so insensitive it was one of those things It's like your brain moved no your mouth moved faster than your brain did
1: yeah but it's Tom Schwartz like When is he not opening his mouth to immediately insert his own foot? That man is like 40 years old. When is he not opening his (laughs) mouth
0: only to insert his own foot? Anyway, the other time, Sandoval. I don't buy the crying. I I don't buy it I don't buy the fucking crying. Especially since like Sheena
1: has definitely mentioned on not a single occasion that like she has reached out to him like Mm -hmm. when his friend died and stuff like that like her being like oh we're over here is not this like monumental shift in perceptions. no
0: not at all i just he he's really good it just doesn't seem genuine to me Mm-hmm. It's very much a, I'm sorry I got caught and I'm gonna say or do whatever I need to say to make me look like the victim so I don't feel so shitty because he doesn't think he did anything wrong He feels he just like so much wrong though he like did
1: all of the things wrong yeah yeah no a
0: hundred percent a hundred percent So that's that's where we left it. Are you ready to pick back up? Let's do this okay. And we're in Tahoe. Tahoe. So, um, Sheena and Brock are still not over the whole nanny argument.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a longer discussion than they have been given to,
0: to have. Yeah. I do think Sheena kind of pushed it a little bit. I feel like Brock was, they were in a, like a cute little banter moment and then like it got pushed over the line. Mm. -hmm. So, um, Brock then goes and pushes a line with Sandoval. Mm-hmm. I feel like Brock is just itching for, for a good argument. What do you think?
1: I think Brock really wants Tom Sandoval to take accountability.
0: Oh, I loved this. Never going to happen. I loved this. I loved the fact that Brock was like kindly trying to be like, dude, you should probably like apologize. Mm-hmm. And then what does Sandoval do? Say butt three times, and triple downs. I guess you could put it. Three butts don't equal an apology. No, it's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous that Sandoval thinks that this is the appropriate time to have that conversation. Yeah, like I understand that your feelings are hurt, and I I actually think his argument about Sheena texting him. About his friend the same day that that fucking podcast came out about where she was talking shit about him. That's a fair argument. Mm-hmm. That's a fair argument. However. 100%. However, like, you fucked up first, my dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you have yet to take, a, like, any accountability. At all. You fucked up first and worst. Oh, a thousand percent. So, like, it's 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 astonishing. I mean... It's astonishing and then not all at the same time that he honestly feels this way, that he thinks that they owe him an apology first before he takes any accountability. Yeah, but like, I expect nothing
1: more from Tom Sandoval, honestly. Like, it's astonishing in that, like, he's this stupid. Yeah. But it's also like not surprising because he's such a terrible human being.
0: Yeah and, and <laughs> for him to be like I feel like ours wasn't malicious but everybody else's was malicious towards us. like get the fuck
1: out of here. Any, is it, I don't think anyone is accusing him of having an affair from a, like a point of malicious intent but he did a terrible thing and he refuses to take any ownership of it and so people are just calling him on the fact that he is
0: Being a shithead. Yeah. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. And then he also brings up that he has hired a meditation specialist to come out. And that Mm -hmm. he's gotten super into it. And it's basically replaced drinking for him. Which I also find to be absolute bullshit. I'm fairly certain this has been disproved. That... He was saying that he was sober, but was actually drinking in certain situations. So if I'm wrong, I mean, my apologies. But again, I don't buy this shit. I don't think he
1: can. I Here's it. And this is like the one and only time I might give Tom Sandoval some grace is that like you can say, hey, I'm trying to be sober and like not drink nine out of ten times. And still, in my opinion, be like working towards sobriety and like being conscious about the moments in which you do choose to have an alcoholic beverage. I can't talk. I've had a lot tonight, but like, I, I just also don't. don't do this very often.
0: Yes, you don't. And I but I just don't. I just don't buy it. I just don't. It's- I don't buy
1: that. That's what he's actually doing. But if that was the truth of the manner, I would give him grace. That's
0: fair. Fair. If that's what you're actually doing, good for you. If that's what you're trying to achieve, great. I cheer for you. But I'll be honest, like you said, I don't fucking buy it. I don't buy it. Just from what I've seen, his responses to other people, like, I just don't see it. You're not sorry. You're not trying to better yourself. You're trying to weather the PR storm is what you're trying Mm -hmm. to do. That's what it looks like to me
1: yeah sobriety should never be a spin on pr no
0: no and now lala said something that i feel like was very spot on and then also kind of like yeah that's fair um that if sandoval's not being true like that's that's on him like that's Mm -hmm. there's nothing we can do about that that is his we don't go to sleep As him at night, that's Mm -hmm. on Sandoval, which I think is obviously correct, but it also gives it gave me a pause as a reality TV viewer where it's very easy to come out here and just spew some like you're full of shit. And it's true. I do think Tom Sandoval is full of shit, but I am also not him. And I'll be honest. Based off of what I see on this TV show, I'm really glad I'm not. But if he can sleep with himself at night, then I, you know, okay,
1: okay. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how he sleeps at night, but if he's able to, like, congratulations on
0: being a piece of yourself, yeah. Deluding yourself into thinking that you're the victim in this situation, congrats. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. There's just
1: no way in hell anyone is going to believe that he is the fucking victim.
0: No. No. Absolutely no. not. So, you're right. Next part. Next part. Let's do it. Be right back. So, what do you think about Graham Cracker being back?
1: I think that Graham Kecker is a really cute dog. I, I think they need a dog trainer. Oh yeah. Definitely. But like what is being shown on camera is a dog that is like perfectly well behaved.
0: Oh yeah. Now Sandoval was giving like a bunch of shit, like side ways to off-camera or whatever. I think James just didn't understand the situation in the moment, like did not have all the details like this was all the info Lisa had. They gave Mm -hmm. him the dog back and then kind of went from there Mm -hmm. because I think Allie really was trying to get info from Sandoval about like what the fuck happened with this dog. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Sandoval was being kind of a dick with that comment, I don't think James actually knew the full situation. That was just what he was told. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, the dog had some behavioral issues. The dog did bite a couple of people, and that's fair. But again, mm-hmm. I think it's something that could be worked with with the dog because it's clearly not like a fucking monster. It just, I th- it probably gets too excited. Mm-hmm and just thinks that that's how you're supposed to do it. So, I don't know. Obviously, never seen the dog myself, but like it doesn't look like an unmanageable thing.
1: He had it in the restaurant.
0: Clearly exactly. this is
1: not like a <laughs> It's not a vicious dog. Vicious animal. Uh-huh.
0: No. So then we get the, you know, like a whole little like beach lake Com- Comp montage. Thank you. I was like, what is the word I'm looking for? I was like, like compilation was in my brain. Um, and then we get to hear a nice little combo between Ariana and their designer about mm-hmm. the house situation. And there was one piece of that combo that I particularly zoned in on. What about you? The Lego art and how it can be quote reworked. Thank God. I Thank God. Take it off the wall in the meantime. Please take it off the wall. Rework it. Like, I'm a huge, huge Lego fan. So please don't get rid of it. Please take the artist up on their offer and rework the piece because it's cool as hell. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah. (laughs) Mm
1: Mm-hmm but I I understand Ariana saying that she helped purchase a lot of that furniture and she wants to be
0: paid for the assets inside the home not just the four walls of the home I agree she's gotten a lot of flack because people are just like oh why do you insist on him selling the house well it sounds like that may not be the case anymore mm-hmm. that she's let go of it that like it's not like Tom can keep the house but she wants it to be fair Hmm. And I agree. And it should be fair. It should be fair. So there is like current legal shit going on with the house. Ariana sued him to essentially force him to sell the house.
1: Mm -hmm. But that's because he's not willing to wheel and deal on the assets within the home as well. Probably. Like there's probably a lot more to that story than what we know. Oh, a
0: hundred percent. A hundred percent. And then. He recently countersued her for $90,000 saying that he gave her a loan, which I'm sorry. That is absolute horse shit, because Mm -hmm. if he had, it would have been all over Vanderpump rules. He would have said it months ago, months ago. He is coming up with absolute bullshit to try to get what he wants, and he's not going to win. Ariana is not a complete idiot.
1: No. I mean, she did date Tom Sandoval for nine years. And she
0: did co-sign on a home equity loan. So she is. Yeah, she made some maybe not great
1: choices. But she's not a
0: complete fucking idiot. She's learned her lesson enough to say, like, show me the receipts and I will pay you. Mm -hmm. I'll give her that. And I think and she seems like the type of woman that would follow through on that. If you have given her the receipt, she will happily fulfill Her half of the bargain. And I think that that's the whole issue with Sandoval. He cannot prove what he's saying.
1: No, because that would require any amount of effort. and He refuses to do literally anything. 100%.
0: Mm -hmm. So then we get to see the current state of Wolf, which is Mm -hmm. absolutely fuck all. Yeah,
1: it's under construction. That's a pretty normal state. Yes. Oh, I forgot.
0: Brock did apologize to Sheena. Yeah. I skipped right over I that. I appreciate that. I appreciate He's that. He's a pretty mature dude. Go, Brock. Good on you. Um, but yeah, so we did get to see the bare bones of Wolf and some concept art, which looks cool. Still a little feminine in my brain with the way it looks. But, you know, the antlers mm. make it masculine, I guess. Sure. Sure. So then... um. They have a wall, and they start using a sledgehammer, and everyone's kind of like taking their anger out on the wall and saying shit. You know, Schwartz said like single at forty and hit the wall. Ugh. And then Sandoval's turn comes up. Everyone's just like pretty normal shit, right? Mm-hmm. And Sandoval comes in and starts throwing his castmates under the bus
1: mm-hmm.
0: about shit they said about him. Um, that just like their names like none of the sheena said restraining order mm-hmm. but like no james said be a better parent to graham yeah like nothing none of that was like anyone named specifically but mm-hmm. sandoval crossed the line and did do that lala yeah well Sandoval's james a- like come jerk. on man again scandoval worm with a mustache. I don't remember what the other one was. Like, he was clearly mad at James and Lala, but it's like, motherfucker, like, you still like, yet again. Here we are.
1: Yeah. You're continuing to not take any responsibility for your actions, and even Lala was like, what about the things you did? Yeah. And he said nothing. It's like he ignored her entirely.
0: I wonder, I wonder what that actually looked like. I wonder what it looked like without ending but mm-hmm. so then we cut to dinner with lvp mm-hmm. um they bring up this the schwartz comment about being single at 40 and the whole yeah. like joe friends with benefits bullshit mm-hmm. um which i know we're gonna hear more about in the season so i'm just gonna reserve. What I have to say. Opinions for later. Yeah, I'm going to reserve opinions for later because I'm pretty sure it's going to come up and we're going to get a lot more detail than what we've got. But essentially, Mm -hmm. it sounds like from what they have gathered at this point in time, Joe does not live with him officially. Is there enough that people think that she lives with him, but she's his friends Mm -hmm. with benefit? That's it. Mm -hmm. They're not a couple. I mean, I can't. Here's the thing. I can't be mad at a single dude having friends with benefits with someone. Not at all. There's nothing. That's not an issue here. It's Joe, I think, is what the problem is going to come into later. It's not that Schwartz was had friends with benefits. I think that he refused to acknowledge that that's what it was. He just kept saying, like, oh, she's a friend. She's a friend. She's a friend. It's like, come on, man. Like, you don't have to say that. You can be honest. Like. Yeah. But I think but honesty
1: if, is scary,
0: true. But I bet you had had more to do with the fact of like what Joe wanted, because I don't know of a lot of women around our age. And I'm pretty sure she's around our age that would put up with not being acknowledged, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So it was it was not going to be a like, oh, yeah, this is my fuck buddy. I don't think she wanted to be known as that. So it was either all or nothing.
1: Yeah, he clearly doesn't want to be in an actual relationship Correct.
0: with her. Yes. I think she did. Mm-hmm. I think she did. So. But then, um, Sandoval makes a comment. He takes a, a selfie with Brock and then says, I don't take selfies for myself. I'm sorry, what? And,
1: like, it's like he had Brock lean in and then when it he took the photo and then brock like looked like oh my god what the fuck like his it his like annoyance about the entire thing read all over his
0: face but it's like why why like you're not you're in an awkward place right now you're not besties so why are you trying to pretend that that's what's happening
1: Like, what are you going to do with that photo other than have it on your phone? Nothing. Because he's going to try to post it and act like you're cool with Brock. I think that's what he wants. Oh, 100 percent. But like, you know, Brock's going to come after you if you try to do
0: that. And then to make it even more awkward on top of all of that, Lisa Vanderpump tries to have a fucking group therapy session at the dinner table oh and asks James who is probably one of the more angry people with Sandoval at the table what he likes about Sandoval are you kidding yeah. I
1: I don't even blame James for his evasion of like I'm super hungry I can't talk about this good right for now him.
0: good for him I like that's I don't know if I would have been able to have that kind of reaction I would have had what I just said I'd be like are you fucking kidding me right now
1: Like, and then, like, no, you don't want me to answer that question. No,
0: and I do like the fact that even Sandoval was like, Jesus, that's awkward, Lisa. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and then the house situation gets brought back up. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts?
1: (sighs) I think, like, they're in a really sticky situation. But I would probably just
0: sell the house. I think Ariana wants to sell the house, though. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. I just, I think Sandoval's doing what you said. He wants to win the breakup.
1: Mm-hmm. And he feels
0: like if he keeps the house, he'll win he the wins. breakups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just shitty. <laughs> shitty all around.
1: So, yeah, I feel like they're just pissing, matching each other and seeing who runs out of piss first. Yes.
0: But also, I will say this. Like, everyone keeps commenting about how Ariana should just leave and blah, blah, blah. I get it. And I think I may have even said this on a previous podcast. If I didn't, it's definitely a conversation you and I have had. Like, when you get divorced it's and you own a house together, it's not the best idea to just, like, abandon it. Mm -hmm. Moving out isn't the best legal option, which I'm pretty sure Ariana is probably being highly advised by her lawyer not to move out of the house. Mm -hmm. So I feel like everybody should just back the fuck off a little bit Mm -hmm. and let her do what she's clearly being advised to do.
1: Yeah, I don't think... Outside of, like, legal recommendation, there's any reason why Ariana would stay in that house?
0: She's not. She's not doing it for her health. No, she's not a masochist. Like, she is doing it because she needs to for Mm. legal reasons. And I wish everybody would, like, chill the fuck out and take a beat and think about that. 100%. All right. You ready for the last little bit? Let's do this. Do it. We're at the after party now.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're officially five episodes in, and I feel like that last segment had, like, the meatiest chunk.
0: I would think so. I would would tend to agree. I would tend to agree. So we kind of kick off the segment with James and Sandoval having a convo, which was real interesting to watch. What do you think?
1: I think Tom was trying to like Rolodex through every apologetic adjacent statement without actually apologizing. And James wasn't having it. And then I don't even think there was like actual reconciliation by the end of that conversation. I feel like James was like, well, that was a good
0: conversation. Let's go over here now. I think Sandoval was really wanting and hoping That James would just be like, "Okay, I appreciate that. Like, we're friends again." No, no, sir. And because Sandoval kind of he initially tries to kind of give some excuses about like, "Oh, it's not that simple. Everything. It's not that simple. Um, it's easy. You know." and And James is like, "But it is. It's kind of that whole like, if he wanted to, he would." Sandoval didn't want to deal with breaking up with Ariana for whatever fucking reason that was. It doesn't really matter at this point because he just chose not to do it.
1: And the way he's choosing to not separate himself from her, actually. 100 percent.
0: One hundred percent. He's just he gets really pissed off at everybody else for talking about this. But it's like, you're not helping yourself, man. You're just not even a little continuing to dig the hole. A hundred percent. So. Schwartz, not Schwartz, Sandoval said a couple other things that I was just like, I can't believe that's coming out of your mouth. Um, he was like, oh, I was definitely not, quote, going down a good path. End quote. Um. Cheating on your long-term girlfriend with one of her friends is definitely nope. not something I would label as a good path. No. Nope. No, nope, definitely not. And then, like, him saying to himself, as a, what, 41-year-old man, and I quote, yo, don't ever do that again, you fucking idiot, end quote. Like, get the fuck out of here, my dude.
1: I mean, I'm trying to excuse his like, terrible vernacular because it's just who he is as a person, but like, Oh my God, he sounds so stupid.
0: That's the thing. I don't think that Sandoval is using vernacular. He's saying that because he he thinks he sounds cool. Oh God, he does not. No, he definitely doesn't. I don't know if he knows that. It's like nobody talks that way anymore. Nobody talks that way anymore. And then on top of that, you're not... I've heard him be incredibly self aware and intelligent at points in his like in the show. I know yeah, you're capable day's not today. It's not today. It's not that day. It's just it's frustrating because like I know that he is capable of a much more coherent and uh complex thought than yo, don't ever do that again, you fucking idiot. I mean, to be fair, that statement. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. But it, for a forty-one-year-old man, you can do better.
1: Oh, a hundred percent.
0: You can do better.
1: He acts like he's twenty-one, and it's gross.
0: He does. Well, and to be fair, they kind of, a lot of them do.
1: Yeah, but like, also they all have like legitimate jobs in jitsu, though.
0: True. Very true. Um. So then we get an apology that I don't think is sincere at all. No. And um,
1: then we I think the Bravo crew had a cue card of being. This is how
0: you handle this conversation, Tom. (laughs) That wouldn't surprise me. It would also be fucking hysterical. It really would. And we get this nice, cute little friendship montage, which also completely refutes what Sandoval said last season about how they weren't really friends and blah, blah, blah. And then when he tried to, you know, backpedal to, oh, you slept with Kristen. It's like, no, man, that was a long ass time ago. And you guys have actually been relatively good friends since then. And James explaining where his anger is coming from and why he's saying betrayal and hurt, that makes a lot more sense to me than how I initially. just
1: did it with Raquel, who's his ex-fiance.
0: Yeah, it didn't quite make sense. I mean, I knew they were friends, but his explanation of like, I viewed you as like my big brother and seeing their friendship like, yeah, it is a huge Mm -hmm. Betrayal of trust. Uh, So, but again, I'm with you. It doesn't seem like they resolved a fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Sandoval desperately wants to, but.
1: Yeah, but I don't think he wants to because he actually feels bad. Mm. He wants to because he wants to be able to still be an integral member of the show.
0: Yeah. He wants to continue to be on the show.
1: A hundred percent.
0: So. I mean, do you have any final thoughts on the episode?
1: It was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. i um, excited to see what happens next episode. We definitely got some good teasers at the end of this one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm really weirdly enjoying this. I never thought I would. But You know,
0: it's funny. I see a lot of people online saying that, like, oh, it's really boring. I don't I don't see that. No, I've actually kind of enjoyed it. I'm I'm enjoying watching people hold fire to Sandoval's feet. I hope they continue to do so.
1: Because I just, think they're gonna have a few people who drop off the whole. Oh yeah, team hold Tom accountable.
0: <laughs> Sheena and Brock, one hundred percent. Yeah,
1: I feel like it's more Sheena than Brock right now, but
0: oh, definitely. I think I don't. I think Brock just does whatever Sheena wants him to.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. He's like, that's my wife. I want her to be happy. I will do whatever she
0: asks me to do. And to be fair, like, this is her realm. Brock Mm -hmm. got brought into it. So Mm -hmm. if you take the stance of being a couple where you should be a united front and everything, then, yeah, Brock should be towing the party line here. And he is. He is. I just personally don't prescribe to that philosophy. I don't either. I don't either. I do think that you can be supportive of your spouse without um, being a blind follower. Mm-hmm. I, I do think you can support yourself, your spouse, and then also acknowledge the fact that they're being a little cuckoo, which in this case, I kind of think Sheena is with the nanny a little bit. Um, yeah. A little overboard, but I, you know, it's nice to have somebody in your life who can give you a reality check when you need it. And I do think that Brock does that from what we see.
1: Oh, yeah. I think they actually have a pretty healthy dynamic.
0: I think so, too. I I don't know what the situation is with his children. Mm-hmm. Previous to Sheena, I know he doesn't see them. Um, I also know he's Australian. So if they're in Australia, then or maybe it's New Zealand. One of the two.
1: One of those places. Yeah. And it's just not really feasible for him to get to see them.
0: Correct. Correct. Now, that's not an excuse by any means for, like, an absentee father or shitty father. So I don't know enough details. And I'm 99.9% certain Mel doesn't either to say definitively one way or the other. But, like... I,
1: I remember watching an episode before... Sheena and Brock got married where she was having a conversation with Lala because Lala had a lot of like red flags for this and I just remember kind of the resolution of that conversation being like he is literally like trying every thing he can to see his kids and it's just because of the distance and things going on with their mom and and stuff like that it's just not working out.
0: Yeah. And if that's the case, that really sucks. I hate that for them. Like I hate it for Sheena, I hate it for Brock. I hate it for his kids. But I I hope he's not the deadbeat that some people are trying to make him out to be. He doesn't seem like it from what I can from what I have seen on the show.
1: Yeah, like clearly he's a pretty doting father to their child together. I don't know why that would change for his other children. But if you would literally half a world away. It's difficult. It's challenging. It's difficult.
0: I have my in-laws are half a world away. I mean, not really half a world, like a third of the world away. And um, I love them. They're fantastic people. But it is hard to foster like a, a meaningful relationship with someone that you cannot see on a regular basis. So. I mean, I know people do it successfully in other regards, but it is it is difficult. So, I feel for him. That's tough, especially with kids. Like, the last thing they want to fucking do is sit there and talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's tough. It's, it's tough, but, you know, like you've said, we don't have enough info no. to fully know.
0: No. So, I don't even remember how we got here, but... Um, <laughs>
1: it's us how do we get anywhere in any conversation this is true
0: this is true so wow
1: yeah well thank you all so much for listening if you are interested in hearing what's coming up next on the pod be sure to give us a follow over on instagram it's mel and jill geek out or if you have a suggestion of what we should geek out about next give us a holler over at jill and mel geek out at gmail.com again my name is melissa and i'm jill And this has been Mel and Joe Geek Out. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.